Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the I Can't Wait to Tell You podcast. My name is Casey Edward. Thank you, as always, for being here. The intention of this show is to help you thrive spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And in today's episode, a solo episode with me, I am going to be talking about my journey to accidentally (laughs) becoming a medium. And I say accidentally because as my life and my journey and my coaching and my skills and my gifts started to come into play, it was never the intention to be able to tap into past loved ones or past lives or any of that, but it came up to be healed for me. And then it manifested in other ways for other people as well. And I have been coaching with people for years and this has been going on and I've been doing past life work on myself for years. And I, I don't know if it's like a still a little bit of stigma or taboo around being a medium, but I, I get to claim it. Like I was recently at an event called the Fem Powered Light event here in Denver, check out Fem Powered and I claimed like in front of everyone, like I am a medium. I can tap into people's past lives. I I have past loved ones come through for myself and for other people. And I want to normalize this because I think the thing is, and I'm going to be honest here because this was my experience is I always thought of a medium as like someone in front of a crystal ball, wearing like very big hoop earrings, talking in a weird voice, like all of this stuff, right? Like even in Harry Potter, like when she's channeling, It's so scary. (laughs) And so you have all of these ideas of what a medium is, but really I think psychic abilities are gifts that we all have if we tap into them, if we're open to it. And so me speaking about this is intentional because I want to share that it's normal to have these gifts and to access them and to tap into them and to use them for healing and it's kind of exciting. So for excitement as well, for joy and I think it's nice for us to have people like us who can do it. And by us, I mean, like, I feel like I'm a fairly average person who just happens to be able to talk to dead people. (laughs) Like, I didn't ever think about it like that until recently. I was talking about, like, making, like, a little decision. And um, a woman was like, I mean, you talk to dead people, so this should be an easy choice. And I was like, true, that is way harder. (laughs) So anyways... I have been thinking a lot about my journey and it's kind of difficult to eloquently talk about the path to mediumship, but I'm going to try. I'm going to tell you about what it's been like. So all of this started in my twenties when, and you've probably heard this story on the show, or if you've heard me on other podcasts, all of this started in my twenties when I began a meditation practice. So I had really bad anxiety. I had tried what seemed like everything else. And the final (laughs) thing that I could try that I really didn't want to try was meditation. And I remember sitting down for five minutes and meditating and knowing there's something here for me. This is going to help me. And from there, I did yoga teacher training and life coach training. And the life coach training was on the spiritual side because it was through the same school that I was getting certified as a yoga instructor. But it's where I learned about quantum physics and emotions and the brain and the magic that is intertwined with science. So when people say, I don't know if I believe in manifestation, I'm like, well, it is science. So (laughs) you don't have to, but like manifestation has become synonymous with like magic and woo woo. 
which I also love, but, but it gets to be like, this is a reminder that it's also scientifically how things work. So I started to learn about that. And then in yoga teacher training, we would meditate a lot and we would tap into our higher selves. And I loved this time looking back because it wasn't like a cerebral experience. It was like an opening of like, okay, let's just see what this does. And so my meditation practice became stronger and stronger. And it was a really great place for me to tap in because I felt lost. Like in life, I just felt lost. And so I would meditate deeply. And often if I was uncertain, I would meditate. If I felt scared, I would meditate. And over time, the meditations became longer and more profound, profound being that I could get to a place where it was thoughtless. And I often hear people say, you won't stop thinking, but I don't believe that to be true because when I was doing it, for long amounts of time or really consistently. And now I can tap into it easier because I've been doing it for so long, but there are thoughtless places where you just are being. And that's the place where usually I could get past my thinking mind, my ego and let magic in. And so after moving across the country and getting to Colorado, life was a bit tumultuous for me because I was going through like the dark night of the soul where you're like, wait, <laughs> what am I doing with my life? What is going on? What am I feeling in my meditations? Again, nothing, nothing psychic had happened yet, but I started to really be able to hear my intuition. So that is where my psychic capacity began. I was really interested with playing with using my intuition, intuition to make decisions in my life rather than my thinking analytical mind. And so I've shared this before, but I started with when I would get my nails done, I'd listen to my intuition instead of going on Yelp. And, and like, I would Yelp it and it would be like, okay, well, this one's less expensive, but my intuition was like, mm honey. And I would listen to my mind and said, and then they chip two days later. <laughs> and so I started practicing that way with something that I wasn't super attached to, but I started to listen to my intuition and feel into it. And it started to get really strong. So my knowing, my understanding of making a decision, even if my mind was chaotic, I could usually tap in to what my intuition or my soul wanted. That all being said, when we got to Colorado, like I said, my life was somewhat tumultuous. So I was meditating for hours a day, like really deeply. Like I would go into our walk-in closet, close the door, me and my partner at the time, who I'm no longer with, and it would be dark in there. And I would focus my mind for a while. And then I just kind of let go and just be, and it kind of looking back felt like just being in the ethers, like there is this place that we can tap into when we're meditating. And that's what I was tapping into. And again, I don't think I was consciously doing so, but I was looking for a reprieve from the confusion caused by the mind trying to step into decisions in my life. And that's where I ended up in that place. This circles me into the first time that I tapped into mediumship. And I will get into in a little bit here, the difference between intuition and mediumship in my, in my experience. So I am sitting in our walk-in closet and I'm meditating and I'll never forget this. My back is against the wall and I'm sitting cross-legged and my eyes are closed and I'm, I'm in that place, like the <laughs> ethereal place of not much thought and just being. And there's no other way to explain this other than I just had the thought of grandma 
And this is my grandmother who passed away. And I just knew it was just a knowing that my grandmother was sitting next to me and I couldn't see anything, which was trippy. <laughs> I just knew. And so I'm just feeling into this. And there was like, the mind was coming in a little bit because again, like, I'm just kind of like, what? <laughs> like, what is going on? But so then I remember I put my hand out, my right hand out. And I was like, take my hand if you're here. And I could just feel it. I could just feel it. And so I'm like, okay. So I just, again, clear my mind, make sure the mind is not getting into it. And I'm just sitting there and she gives me a message for my mom, her daughter. And it makes no sense to me, but she's like, please tell your mom this. And I'm like, okay. And as an aside, my mom is also very powerful in the psychic way. I remember growing up and she would like talk about how she had seen people who had passed. She would see like children in her old house, like ghosts. And I never thought it was weird. I never didn't believe her. I never really thought much of it, but I didn't not believe her. And so anyways, I take this message to my mom, which made no sense to me. And my mom started crying and was like, I have been thinking about this a lot lately. This is why, this is why I've been thinking about it. It was a message for her. So I'm not going to share, but it made sense to her. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that's enough. And it was a moment of like, okay, what is this? So here's, here's for me, the difference between intuition and being a medium intuition I can use on myself to make decisions and I can also use to tap into other people so if they're experiencing blocks if they're experiencing mental limits if they're experiencing something going on within them I can tap into what do you think about this could it be this intuition is just like a deeper visceral knowing that we all have access to and again like the mind is limited to the 3d to our experiences to what we've learned where the intuition and the soul are infinite in terms of the knowledge that they have and also the foresight so that's intuition and then mediumship for me is having a past loved one come through that was the first time having past loved ones come through and being able to access it speak to them see them so that was that. <laughs> and again, my first time seeing or communicating with, because again, I didn't, I didn't see my grandma. I just knew and could like hear the message in my head coming through. But I like when I was little, I don't remember having medium powers. I remember psychically being able to tap into timelines and things like that. So this is a funny example, but I'll never forget this. Like if it was supposed to rain, I'd be able to tap into if we'd have a soccer game or not. <laughs> like I just like tap in. I remember I would go into my head and fast forward into the future and like tap in. And there were little things like that. I could always feel into the future for if there was like a potential there for me, if it was going to happen, if I should do it. So in that way, I'd always been using future vision, but I don't remember ever speaking to past loved ones or having dreams about them or anything like that. So that happens. And then as my healing, this is also around the time where like I was starting to deeply heal my anxiety and my trauma in, in this life. And so over the next few years, it's hard to pinpoint exactly, but over the next few years, I, when I would experience anxiety, I would sit down and feel it in my body and allow it and then release it. So that was from this life. And then there started to be things that I couldn't quite put my finger on that didn't feel like it was from this life. And that ended up 
I would have to, I would get to get to meditate and it would be from past lives. So whether that be like, I remember when I lived by myself before I moved in with Joe, I felt fear. I would feel this weird fear of being alone. And I had felt that for a really long time, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And I had to go there and it was past life stuff. It was past life energies. There were energies that were with me, that were around me and they were scary. And they were just like in my sphere because I didn't know how to get rid of them, what to do, how to like communicate with them or banish them. And there was this part of me and my friends, my friends who were into this stuff helped me learn that there was this part of me that was like a Lord to the dark energies, the dark spirits. Like, I'd be like, Ooh, what's over there. And you can't do that. <laughs> so like, I'd get like Lord in though. And so over time I learned to tap into like, is this mine? When is this from, what do I have to do to release it? Who do I have to apologize from, from past life? And so this was like, a progression and it was it's really powerful and it was kind of, I mean it's not fun but like looking back it's fun because like you're just unraveling and healing so much and then I moved in with Joe and I remember I had some like witchy friends over <laughs> and we like one of my friends who's super psychic tapped into there was like a spirit living in the basement that she got rid of it wasn't great energy but then there was also like a spirit also living in the basement that I tapped into her name was Magna and she was like stuck in limbo because she believed she didn't uh deserve to move on I can't believe I'm talking about this I've never talked about this to people and so anyways I helped Magna the spirit like basically recognized that she was worthy of moving on. So we cleared the house that happened. And then we had a friend staying with us and she texted me. I was at work one day and she was like, I heard tapping on my door last night and like scratching and it felt like scary energy. And as soon as she said that, I was like, Oh, that's for me. I could just feel that there was something there. And it was for me like this, this energy was not good, but it was coming to me and it needed something. So that night I come home and our cat's not in and I'm freaking out because I have the energy of this thing. I can feel it. And our cat's not in. I'm like, oh my God, my cat. I'm starting to freak out. And she's like, don't get pulled into it. Deal with this. And I remember like the witchiness of this situation. Like after she was like, I don't know what that was, but that was cool as hell. I basically, so first I write things down. Like if I feel energy, that's not mine. And I need to like uh, process it. I was writing down like murder, torture, all of these things that this energy had experienced and was trying to like bring into my world. And I mean, I'm assuming looking back that this is stuff that I did to that energy, but this energy was so bad that I was like, no, we are banishing this. I am not doing anything with this. So I was like doing all this shit with my hands, like moving energy and transmuting it and taking it all and like moving it towards the light, but away from me, setting boundaries and being like, no, I do not take this in my life. This is from a past life. We are not doing this again. I'm not doing this, all this stuff. And it was intense as hell. And I felt it clear. And I'm not kidding. I like opened my eyes and my friend is sitting there and she's like, okay. And then my cat walks in and <laughs> Literally, I could feel Roy, my cat being like, thanks. What the hell was that? <laughs> and so it's, it's an odd thing because at this point I could not see things. I could just feel energy. And 
as soon as I cleared that, and there's like a few other little things to clear that fear of being alone left. So when people say Sunday scaries, like I used to get the Sunday scaries, but it's only because I was alone and didn't have much to do. And there was like healing coming up to be had or like energies that needed to be banished. And so maybe that's what's going on for people with like Sunday scaries. Like they're working all the time. And then when they have like some free time, they're like, uh, <laughs> um, so that was that. And then as all of this is happening for me in my client sessions, this was starting to happen too. So one of my clients who has a fear of flying in this life, we had been working together for like two years and I were like talking about her fear of flying. And I'm like, hold on, does this, and she's, her intuitive abilities were like really growing as we were working together as well. I was like, hang on, does this fear of flying feel like it's from this life? So she taps into her intuition and she's like, no. And I'm like, yeah, shit. (laughs) So we go through like the process of like, I take her through figuring out what this past life was long story short, she died in a plane accident in a past life. Her sister was waiting for her at the airport. She never made it to her sister. She had guilt and shame in this life for not making it to her. She was carrying the anger of her sister, which we had to deal with. And it was kind of wild. And now this client is like living her best life in Europe, which is a long ass plane ride. (laughs) And after that, it was almost like we had opened the doors because then the next thing that happened in our client session is this little boy was coming through. And so she, she actually had like a few, a few different spirits come through, but like one that I'll never forget is like a little boy who in a past life, she was a mom to and didn't take care of. And he was pretty much like, you left me. I died. He was just coming back almost for like revenge. And she had to like, say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't take care of you. I love you. You get to be released to the light. Like you can tell them like, okay, we're going to release you to the light. So anyways, that was another thing. Then this is one of my favorites. She had multiple, she had like other things come through. We had to deal with, but then (laughs) we were like doing a session one day and I was like, wait, hold on. Was your grandma's name Rose? And she was like, yes. And I was like, Rose is here. And she wants to be your like spiritual guide. And I could just feel Rose, this grandmother's energy. And it was badass. And then I was like, okay, she has a request. She'd like for you to envision her as like her young, hot, blonde self. And my client was like, no. (laughs) So that was happening with her. And then I started to do Oracle card readings. I could tap into past lives and people's lives now. And so it's like intuition mixed with mediumship. And then I had another client who it's so interesting because often we don't think of like reaching out to support from past loved ones or looking to the past as like an answer for the future. But we were doing like a money, a money situation, a client and I, and I felt someone standing in the room and I was like, did your mom on your, your grandma on your mom's side pass away when she was a little girl? And she was like, yes. So anyway, she was here. She had a message for the mom. It was very healing for the lineage. And these things matter because then that's cleared and it unblocks so much for the family. It's almost like what comes up is like, remember Stanley Yelnats from Holes? They had to like release the karma from the Yelnats family. That's what this reminds me of. And I'm not saying that like you can't live a great life if you have like any karma, but I know for me, like there was shit that I had to clear. And so that happened. And then, yeah, now like I've put up boundaries where it doesn't happen unless I tap in or else I'll be with someone. And then I'm like, oh boy, 
because <laughs> I don't want to do this all the time. Like I want to do this in sessions and when people need, need healing or want to connect with past loved ones, but it's kind of, it's, it's magical. That's what it is. And we get to be discerning with like, I've learned, I've learned pretty quickly to be careful. And also I understand now why I learned boundaries because there's going to be so many strong boundaries around me claiming my mediumship and my psychic abilities, because it's not a party trick, you know, like this is intense and, and fun and emotional though. Like this is an emotional thing, like, you know, so Okay. Let me see if there's anything else that I want to add to like my, my journey. The only download that came through to tell you is you can do it too. <laughs> so if you want to learn, we can have sessions for that. Um, but yeah, yeah. So we get to claim our gifts. It feels really exciting. So I, I just want to say thank you for listening because, um, yeah. Like just, just imagine like being like, hi, I'm a medium <laughs> to a lot of people, most of whom, even though like, I love each and every one of you are strangers. <laughs> and I, it's like, it's kind of crazy, but it's almost like almost easier to say it to the podcast. You know what I mean? Because like, I mean, I'll say it in real life as well, because I'm claiming this, but it's, it's fun. It's interesting. It's surreal. And it is, it's very real. Like this is, this is me now, someone who is clear and grounded and has fun and attracts abundance and lives with the partner of her dreams and a home we own and is happy and is positive. I, man, you guys, oh, like the, the anxiety and the fear and the eating disorders and this like insidious feeling I used to have that used to plague me. That was all of these things like rolled into one that needed healing. And I got to heal and I let go of, and I transmuted. And on the other side, this is where we get to live on the other side of that. And I'm trying to think if like, I've never really done psychedelics or anything. Um, I wouldn't be opposed, but I also did. I did think that like breath work, Breathwork helped, but also just meditation. Deep meditation was definitely the biggest catalyst for me. And I feel like if if you're not drawn to like psychedelics or anything, then meditation would work for you too, because my mind was busy. Um, and so now what this looks like is I'm actually starting to be able to, which is kind of crazy. I've been having dreams of past loved ones for people. And also like I had a dream that a girl I follow on Instagram was pregnant so I'm not going to tell people unless they want to know, but it's just like weird. Like, I'm like, okay, she's, she's pregnant. <laughs> like, I don't know if she knows that, but I know that. And it's like, people's loved ones will come through. Um, but so I just share this because if you feel alone or if you feel like this can't be that, like me, little old me, normal me does this, you do. <laughs> <laughs> we do. And if you're feeling like you would like help with healing, you would like help with tapping into your abilities. Like, again, this is all intrinsic because now the, now with how clear I am, like setting new beliefs, attracting new levels of abundance, things like that are far easier because there's not so much static energy in the way or like healing that needs to be done. Um, but so what this looks like now is, and I want to explain my two different offerings. I offer readings, 
So psychic intuitive readings, those you'll see on my website. I will link that in the bio. Those are a little bit shorter, more cost, like cost effective. Well, I don't want to say cost effective because all of it's cost effective. It's a little less expensive <laughs> is what it is. And those are one-off readings. So if you feel like you're really close to unsticking yourself, but you need a little bit of help, or if you're feeling that energy that I was talking about and you just want like a one-time clearance, there are different, um, there are different times that you can do. So that's one thing that we can do together. And you could always, if, if you do that and then you feel called to work together further, then there's also packages and that's a three month stint. We must do three months because that's how long it usually will take to dive into things, assimilate, let them come to the surface, let them go transmute. And then on the other side, you'll need a little support being this new version of you, which is so exciting. It's so exciting. And it can be a little challenging. So that's the whole point of coaching intuitive coaching. I do like saying that I do not want to give you an expectation of like, if you're like, okay, someone passed away, I'm coming to you for specifically for this. I don't control who comes through for you. So I want to be very clear about that. If someone comes through for you, we talk about it. If you want to go there, because again, sometimes it's a good spirit who's coming to you with good stuff. And sometimes it's a spirit from a past life who has beef. <laughs> and I know that some people like who teach spirit stuff say that that's not true. So maybe that wasn't true for them, but that's how it was for me. And we get to clear things. Oh, and it's so fun. It's so fun. And then you're just like free and magical on the other side of all of it. And again, like this helps you, helps you tap into so much, so much more, so much more. And you live faster yet slower. Like your energy is so clear and so good that you're just cruising through life, but you're so freaking present. And it's so good. It's so juicy and good. Like, uh, so if you feel called, those are the offerings. We can set up a consultation call. I mean, yeah, we can set up a consultation call. I was going to say like, ultimately our intuitions will tell us, but if your intuition is saying that those things are a fit, let me know. Um, you can either DM me on Instagram or like I said, the Things will be in the show notes so you can see the options. Um, but the shit has changed my life. And this is how my journey has gone with accidentally becoming, <laughs> you know, not even becoming, but remembering. I think that we all come into life with all of these powers and then all of the hoopla of life is placed over it and all of these like crazy, like the paradigm of like working to live, living to work is like, no, no, I'm so far outside of that now. Like, of course we'll work. Like this is technically work for me, which feels wild because I love this shit. But like, no, no, we don't work. We don't work ourselves over the trauma. We don't walk around being triggered by people. We don't let society tell us what to believe. We get to create our lives. And to do that, I'm going to be honest with you, often there's a lot of inner work first. Maybe for you, there's not. Maybe you don't believe that. Maybe for you, that's not. And that's awesome. For me, there definitely was. <laughs> but again, I want to bring light to it and levity because yes, it can be difficult and challenging, but that's part of life. That's part of the beauty of this. And so anyways, I thank you so much for tuning in. I'm sending you so much love. I hope this helped you. If you feel like someone in your life needs to hear this, please share it with them. If you feel like you want to, you can all, if you feel like you want to gift a reading that's coming through now, you can gift readings. Um, so you can just do that on the website or DM me on Instagram if you need help with that. And otherwise you can follow along with me at Casey underscore Edward on Instagram. 
And on Instagram, I've been actually posting like a lot of stories. Like I've been like tapping into what the collective needs to hear and like life lessons and stuff like that. So there's some fun videos on there and I go live to do card readings sometimes. And yeah, I think that's all I have for you. I'm sending you so much love. I'm sending you so much light. Happy summer. Happy almost summer. I will talk to you all soon.